Welcome to the Ultimate Fun Jobs Podcast, where our awesome guests share their incredible stories and success tips about some of the most amazing jobs on planet Earth. Here's your host, Dave Mendonca. Today's episode is a great one. I'm a fan of this guy. My guest is Joseph D. Benedictus. He's a popular Canadian YouTuber, TikToker, and Emmy Award-winning video editor who will discuss how he became a successful content creator. All right, let's get to the chat right now. Joseph, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. No worries. Uh, first question, where do you store the Emmys? Oh, they're right here. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right there. So for the right. podcast listeners, yeah, I, they're it, they're right in behind him. Like I could they're, see them plainly on YouTube, like uh, yeah. via the Zoom chat here. There's uh, yeah, they're in a glass case from IKEA, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're doing well. I you know, it's I barely look at them, but I guess in only the only time I see them is when I'm on camera and I see them behind me. I don't really, I'm not really like turning around very often. To, to look behind me so yeah there they are it's a good good spot for them how uh, many of them are there is, is there six uh, there's eight uh there's, yeah this it's crazy <laughs> oh that's awesome man tell the viewers and listeners how you got them oh well uh, um so i i was uh when i worked for the the buffalo bills and sabers and their uh parent company google sports entertainment uh, i was producing and editing and sometimes directing a ton of different projects uh, for both teams uh, as well as the they also owned other entities and other things that weren't sports teams like they owned a record label in Nashville they owned a bunch of restaurants um, so like we did promo marketing docs for all of it and this is a great ride um, a lot of it so a lot of the the Emmys themselves are for stuff with the bills and the sabers so a lot of the documentaries that would follow the teams or one-off episodes of, of different subjects uh about the team so that's that's how it uh that's what they're for yeah <laughs> i saw one of your videos where you went to new york to to get some of those golden babies yeah that's right yeah so the the at the time the uh the ceremony was uh right downtown like right Times square in in one of the ball ballroom there uh and yeah it was a, it's a great it's a i think that's the best part of of getting this award is like the 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 that fun night that you spend with the people you made that thing with who are your friends and just celebrate something uh cuz usually it's just you go you make the thing you put it out there and you just keep yeah. editing a new video right or making a new thing so you really don't get time to like enjoy <laughs> anything yeah. so that is a time where you really do you go away you 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 specifically in this location for this event and yeah it, it's there's a whole vlog about it <laughs> not bad for a canadian man well done big time thanks man i love it so okay viewers listeners out there listen if you've ever checked out his stuff you know this guy's a passionate like he's passionate for video ever since he was a kid like can you talk about the origin story your origin story sir yeah i, I just loved making videos from a young kid you know uh, my dad would always have like the old jvc camera out just home videos and i always wanted there's a lot of footage of me of asking to hold the camera <laughs> and my dad's always like no just play you know he wants to get <laughs> he's trying to film the kids playing and i'm just like oh give me the camera 
Um, so like that, it started then, I guess. And like, I was always fooling around with that camera, making funny videos or, or just filming, you know, life documenting life as you would with a home camera. And I like to do that. Um, and you know, that's really where it started. Um, then, you know, I, I, at a young age, I, I, I got some fun opportunities where I was in like, there was my dad was connected with somebody who was making the soccer show on TV. So I, I got, I was, so they used me a little bit for fun in, in some of those episodes. Again, I was like nine, 10. Um, I started, I made a lot of uh, skits and stuff with my cousin. Uh, it was called the Wii show. It was actually, my dad had made it when he was a kid, like on like literally film cameras that you could buy for your house um so like and you can only watch it on a projector right so and there was no audio so my cousin and i like like that and like we made our own skits and stuff uh and then eventually we put them on youtube or not before youtube we put them on our own like free crappy website <laughs> there was no youtube so and if you there that somehow that website still exists and you can go click on some of the videos and they would like download it will download to your computer because that's the only way you could have watched anything at that time when we were posting them um, so yeah, I was making stuff for a long time, uh, as long as I can remember. And then, you know, out of, I, I knew I wanted to go to, uh, the radio and television program, like, uh, uh, formerly known Ryerson and it, uh, something I just, like, I, I, while in elementary school, I knew about this program and then I eventually got in and, you know, did, that that the during that time made a lot of friends did a lot of projects obviously just through school um and at that time i actually got the we show on local television as a eight episode run wow. of a sketch of a comedy variety show so that was crazy and fun to do and uh yeah so just throughout that time was making was making stuff uh my end of the year project was a a pilot for uh, like a reality show based on a used car dealership. And it was my original pitch. Like, I think they only picked like 12 projects and then everybody else joins those. So I was one of the ones that got that had won and we made this thing and uh, it was great. Like we, uh, we almost even after, after school, we almost sold the show concept and it didn't work out, but wow. it, it was, uh, it, it definitely put me on a path to make documentaries really. Right. That was really the first I've been doing a little little things. I mean, documenting life for a while, obviously, but this was the first time it was put into something that was watchable, <laughs> really watchable, and like actually like thought provoking a little bit. Um, so out of there, I I I got a job with the Canadian Football League at the league office doing their their videos. Like a lot of them were like highlight videos or repurposing the clips to make hype reels and. Again, you know, it was before a lot of what it is now. Um, and at that, I got the opportunity to make uh, a documentary about a player. And that was, it wasn't as common back then. Like it was, you know, now every team, every organization has their own internal video team um, where that wasn't the case, right? So it was the it was new, especially for the CFL to see like a, and it wasn't even a uh, a player uh, on a team. It was a somebody who was going to be drafted. So we we're following their journey, um, and I got to like produce and direct and edit that in the entire episode, and it, like really kicked off something that the CFL had never seen uh, for their league. 
Um, wow. So that again, I and I got to do a bunch of more of that at the CFL, and eventually saw a job posting for the Buffalo Sabers uh, to do their documentary. Uh, and I, being Canadian, I applied thinking like, well, this is not going to happen. <laughs> and a month later, I got a rant, I got a phone call out of the blue, and it's them. They're like, we want to meet you. So I drove to Buffalo, met met with them. And basically they're like, it, the job is essentially yours <laughs> if you want it. They it was barely there was that was the hiring process. It was just I guess I was the only one that, that was close enough who was doing the exact thing they needed. Um yeah. You're so too that, modest, man. You're too modest. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh they so they yeah, they I moved to Buffalo um and for three years. Um and then while still working there, moved back to Canada. Uh where I am now in Burlington and I would just drive across the border every day into work for about, you know, it was an hour and 10 minute drive. I mm. uh, get the Nexus it's quick. Uh, and uh, yeah, I did that. And that's really where, you know, made a lot of still some of my best friends are, are, are living in Buffalo very, and who make videos as well. Like either they're still working for the team or have done now doing their own thing. And that's where the, this, where I do now is a lot of U S versus Canada comparisons. And that's a lot of the videos I'd say half of the the content I make because of it started there when I was there interacting with Americans every day as a Canadian and bringing Canada into the U.S. And you'd get into conversation and you'd find little things that were different, that were interesting. And you would never really know unless you started to unless you were talking every day about this type of thing. So um, I thought that was interesting. Nobody was at that time doing that type of content, like comparing the countries. Now, again, a lot of people are doing is a lot of content around that. But back then, it wasn't a thing. Um, and at the time, I was vlogging, like daily vlogging. But like I was filming daily, but I wasn't posting daily. I was posting like once a month. Um, and so at one of the vlogs, I'm like, oh, let's bring my American friend over, uh, Jason Holler who's still one of my good friends, bring him over to uh, Fort Erie, uh, uh, Ontario from Buffalo. Let's go into a Canadian grocery store and get your reaction to like what's there. And that video ended up going viral and it kind of changed everything for what my thought of what I could be doing with my life. Now that was like six, seven years ago. It doesn't feel that way, but it, it, it was. And that was a, so we did, we just did a bunch more. We did a bunch more of like comparing the country's YouTube videos. It, you know, it was before Instagram and TikTok uh, were a thing. So we were just doing long form YouTube videos and it, it, is doing, it was doing amazing. Like <laughs> things were going and then the pandemic hit and we couldn't actually film together. So we had to figure out how to do it like virtually. So um, we did, we did a bunch of virtual uh, episodes where we'd send each other Canadian things and or American things and do it on essentially like this on Zoom. Uh, we'd all we have like there was one episode where we, we were, uh, I think Jason was on a green screen. And then after the, the post took so long because we just made it look like we we're sitting together. But it was all green screen and he was in his own space. And it was pretty it was pretty good. It was like I think it was one of our Christmas episodes where we and then we we sent each other like Christmas gifts, U.S. and Canadian Christmas gifts. Um, so like that's yeah. So. Through making those videos, I learned a lot of uh, different, not skills, but like just different things of, of ways to do stuff uh, in video that, you know, through my professional part of video wouldn't have been making or doing. So, yeah, on my on the side of 
making videos for a living, I would making videos on the side as well as my side hustle. Like I just love it. I just love making making them. So yeah, uh, eventually um, got out of Buffalo, got a job back here in got in Toronto where I was a post production supervisor for a like a, a production company who did a lot of corporate video. Um, and then in that year, my everything else started to take off on the TikTok and Instagram, and I eventually quit and just now full time on my own making oh. making videos. <laughs> I'm clapping, podcast listeners. I'm clapping. Yeah, I said very good. <laughs> good stuff. Man. That's amazing. What a story. Listen, I am a fan of Joseph. I've consumed his content for a few years now. The America Canada niche, beautiful. Like when you're on YouTube or TikTok, you got to pick a niche. You got to find yeah. your lane. Joseph, man, I, I've consumed content like your, your your poutine episode, the Christmas episode. Yeah. You talked about the grocery. You're talking about the milk bags, how Jason yes. was like floored by the milk bags. Yes. Dude, I just saw your chicken wing episode. So Joseph and Jason checked out various buffalo joints yes for chicken wings dude i could watch you guys eat chicken wings all day <laughs> all day and we did we did we ate them all day it was it was a very at the end of the day it was very painful but it was very worth it and fun yeah because at the end of that we went to five restaurants and then we went to the the national chicken wing festival in the same day and had like 30 restaurants yeah. it was it was a rough it was rough but it was delicious at the same time I'd do it all again. <laughs> well, listen, congratulations on this pivot, uh, being Thanks. a full-time creator. So, okay. So to the the viewer, listener, they're like thinking about content creation. You know what? I do have a job I don't like, you know, mm -hmm. but passion, my passion is content creation. How do I make the leap to, okay, maybe not be full-time right away, yeah. but maybe like a side hustle, build it. Like, How do I do it to, to actually monetize it? Because I want to make a living at this. Yeah. Okay. Um, for, you know, if, if you have any video skills to begin with, then you'll, it'll obviously help be able to quickly get better at it and, and do it from the get go. But if you don't really know, and you have your phone, you really haven't edited it before, you just got to start making it and posting it. I mean, that, that goes for anybody because through that you'll, you'll know, you'll get better and better and learn what works, what doesn't. Um, and you'll just throw a bunch of stuff out there um about stuff that you're interested in and see see what works and if something you think is good didn't work make the video again or change something that you know trying to hook how do you hook somebody at the beginning of your video just try five different ways to do that in the same literally the same video but maybe you start it differently um yeah it's just about having you just gotta post you just gotta you just gotta not overthink it and just go <laughs> because that's that's really the only thing that's stopping you is is just not doing it and then if you do it for six months then we can talk about uh if you don't have success after six months of like consistently posting as much as you possibly can um then we'll talk but i i you'll probably find some success if you're consistent and you you're relentless and you don't give up um and see, and obviously after that, you'll know if you like to do this or not. <laughs> and, sure. uh, so you just, you just have to do it. Uh, at, at the end of the day, you just got to do it. I, I, when I started posting on Instagram and TikTok daily, it was a conscious decision and it was a new skill almost. It was different than the videos I was already making. Mm -hmm. um, it was very in the way you write it and construct it and how quickly you have to get to the point. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's even for me as somebody who's been doing it forever, it was a new 
it was a learning curve. So um, if you're just getting into it, like, like me, you just got to post and you'll learn as you go and you'll refine um, and you'll eventually do it. If you stick to it, seriously, you, it, it, that's the only thing that's stopping you is, is just you quit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So as I checked out all, like many of your videos, one of those videos talked about how your YouTube didn't really take off right away. It took like a bunch of years before it really stuck. Like what was that turning point? Was it going niche? Yeah, definitely. So I've, I've had YouTube since like whenever it began, I think. <laughs> so the same account. And, you know, I was, I don't even think I, I didn't really have stuff that was posting that was anything at all for a while. Um, then I, I think the, the real thing I, when I started to use YouTube, properly was when I started to vlog and that again nobody really watched it you know it was my family and friends and um but no I don't think it was finding new people and getting building an audience right so but I didn't know anything about how to do it properly yet I was just making a vlog and I was having fun and I was helping like I was getting to make something that nobody could give feedback on and I just made the thing and I didn't care and I through that actually you know those side projects, you learn a lot and then you can bring it to your full-time job or whatever or and, and apply it to different things because you learn new techniques, new storytelling, ways to tell a story. So it was I was having fun make being creative. Um, but yeah, I did like 50 episodes of, of a vlog and just wasn't happening, right? Um, then I think I started, I tried to do some editing tutorials and, and some camera reviews and stuff. And I, I didn't really love to do it. Um, so I didn't keep it up at all. Like maybe there's one or two. <laughs> um, I, I was, that's when I started to be, okay, I need to find like this, a niche or something. Um, and then the, you know, I guess, as I said, like looking through, you know, the through line of my vlogs anyways, was always us Canada because I was a Canadian in the Buffalo most of the time filming my vlog and I was working there. Um, and that's when we decided, Oh, let's, let's, let's do this, this is a grocery store episode. And that's what the, that's what it turned into that when we found that that's ended up being every video I did was a version of that. And that's why at the beginning of pretty much every video I say, uh, welcome to uh, a very special episode of the vlog. That is because it's a vlog. It started as this vlog and the first episode I made as the vlog is oh a special episode because it's me and Jason now and we're doing this very specific thing. So I've, that's just the thing that's carried over. Is that thing I say? It's it originated because it was just a vlog of my life. So it might start now. I'm at a point where I'm pivoting again because I, 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 Jason and I aren't doing as much. He's got his own production company in Buffalo, and he's right. the busiest guy. He also doesn't love the being on camera part. It's really got it gotten to him more. Um, but it works though. Like your dynamic. Like I know you're that you're We're, quirky guy. He's more straight man. He's great. He's hilarious. Like, I think he's one of the funniest guys. And like, he doesn't know that he is like, he's just him and he's so good and just in conversation. So, yeah. but that, yeah. So I, I believe that it's, it's just, um, I, so I'm at a point where I'm, I'm going to be make continuing to make, I think U.S. Canada videos because I love it. I, I it interests me every day. Um, it might just not be uh, as much with Jason. Um, and I and I'm also wanted to experiment with different kinds of content as well on the YouTube channel. So sure. more of a vlog style. There is a video I posted that was a vlog where I went to cook with uh, Chef Bonaccini. 
didn't do great, you know, didn't do great, different style, different video. Um, so there's a few more I'm going to come out with. I did another, we have another episode of film where I went back to the gray cup, um, with my, uh, with my friend, uh, Adam from the Canadian show. So we did, we did this, we, it's a, uh, second episode of like the first time I went to the gray cup and I went with Jason, the angles are a bit different because it's not an American, um, but it's it's me actually the storyline is me because again I used to work for the CFL so it's like recapturing the what I had experienced back then and reuniting with the Grey Cup trophy because there was that's a whole storyline anyways it's it's fun right. I I haven't touched it yet I need to edit it got it <laughs> I'm I'm trying to trying to get there there's a lot of stuff I literally have Premiere open here I'm editing right on this monitor over here right um, and as soon as we're we're done talking I'll be back editing um trying to catch up on on a various projects so yeah that's uh that's how youtube <laughs> has gone so let's talk about a few things here okay you talked about okay so earlier you talked about quitting right and your gig to do this full time yeah i know you have a family you yep. have a wife how did that go uh it was it was not like it took a while like it was i was talking about doing that for for first, I feel like for four years, <laughs> like, right. I was always when YouTube started to find success, like that was like, oh, I would love to do this on full time. And um, and it was never like a real conversation because it wasn't possible. Um, then uh, I would when I consciously started to do the daily videos on TikTok and Instagram and those audience started to grow. Mm. And, you know, it was and that was, you know, like 50, 60,000 on TikTok. Wow. And it was like, OK, this could be a real conversation now. <laughs> um, and and then I got another job and I switched jobs. Um, and, you know, again, it was very much like, let's like, if I don't love it, I could just quit and rely on something, even though it's not there yet. Mm -hmm. um, and I liked the job and it was good. But then what happened was I, I, you know, it started to grow even more and even more. And it was like, this could be a real, this could be a real thing. Uh, and then, my, luckily, my wife has a, has a very good, stable job with the benefits. So, like that whole part of it, what I wasn't worried about, um, and she was very supportive. And it was like, you know what, I I, I could do do freelance editing if I need to, if things get rough, like if I don't, the brand deals aren't coming in, or you know, whatever isn't working out. Um, so it's been about a year, and I, you know, I, it was, it's been fine. It's been good. Um, I I feel like I've I've been so busy trying to, you know, make it work. Um, but I've loved every second of it. And uh, and and one of the things that I, I will say, especially sp speaking U.S. versus Canada, we are lucky here to have the healthcare because somebody, a friends over there who want to quit and like go freelance, like that the big issue is like healthcare. You just lose your healthcare when you quit your full time job. So it's like that was never even a thought for me, right? It's not a, nobody would think that in Canada, like, oh, I lose my health care if I and worry about that stuff. I worry about oh, I lose the dental or whatever, but like it's not like the main thing. Like if you got an emergency, you can go and you're fine, you're covered. So that's one of the US Canada differences that is so interesting and why I think Canadians are nicer. It's a whole thing taken care of. We don't have to worry about. Yeah. So, anyways, that that was an interesting uh, uh where it put in perspective for me for like I I I should. I'm in a position where if I quit to go on my own, like I'm not, 
I, I'm not, I don't lose healthcare, you know, yeah. it's not, not even a thing to, to think about. So yeah. happy for you, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. That, you know, you hustled, you created your own thing, man. Like good for you, man. A lot of people would love to be in your spot. Good stuff, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk about some of the ways that you've been monetizing. Okay. So YouTube, yeah. they have a program that they pay creators, uh, brand deals. Are those the main things that Yep. Yeah. Brand deals are definitely the main source of, of uh, my income right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, you, you get a few like, and they're, they're great, you know, and, and the more you grow, the bigger those get. Um, and then YouTube, yeah, depending on, that's the thing is you never know. You can't depend on YouTube that's because right. it's fluctuates and you have no control over that. So the, the most important thing is if you build the audience, the sponsors will come <laughs> They they want to get in pay to get in front of, uh, your uh, audience that you know they may uh, they think that they would resonate with as well. So that's where that's where it's it pays to. That's where I saw. I, that's where I, what I my yeah, plan so. was was like build the audience enough that brand deals could sustain you. And if if that doesn't work again, I can go to freelance. <laughs> I can do some freelance projects, which isn't isn't too difficult to find for, for sure. in my position. I'm assuming with your niche, like basically food around food, brand deals are around food. I'm guessing. Yeah, it it tends to be definitely around around food stuff. Um, you know, I did one with uh, Food Basics, which was really fun. Nice. Um, uh, I I'm I'm waiting on a few right now in different. Some of them aren't even food though, that which is interesting. But mm-hmm. what I can apply, I could apply food to it if I really wanted to so i usually give a few different options one with one without um again my stuff like food is a is a is one part of the videos i make um but like i i just love making any video (laughs) and as long as it's fun and i i i think it's interesting um so uh but yeah a lot of them do tend to be food food related which is great as well (laughs) sure man all right so we get it. You love doing videos. Uh, you and Jason, great tandem. Take us behind the curtain. A day in the life when you and Jason do team up, do a video. It, it, you're, you know, it's Tuesday. You know, Tuesday. We're going here. We're shooting a video. What does that look like? Yeah, like we would, being you know professional video producers, like we we would go we go in with a pretty good plan. Um, you know, we would specifically, I remember that we went to, uh, basically I try to, I try to every video there's, there needs to be some, you know, a bunch of bullet points of either places we need to see things we need to mention, or if there's like some sort of challenge we can add into the whole experience that makes people stick around. Um, like for example, uh, the Calgary, when we went to Calgary, I brought American visits Calgary. Um, one of the, the main thing was, uh, I think points, for who would win different challenges we would do through through the episode um you know we write i usually write the entire intro especially that one because we we filmed it in every location we went we filmed a piece of the intro so it would all come together later um so yeah a lot of there's a lot of things written sometimes i'll write bits that would go in the episode um and how we'd get in and out of them um so a lot of things were planned like locations and and little things were, were always planned you never you know you you react it in the moment but like getting in and getting out you might have a have a have a have a line or a, a bit um and a, a through line of of a challenge so often uh as much as i can i plan 
um and that goes for any video i would make and then you uh with the when you have a good plan then usually the stuff that happens when you're on on set or on the day like it ha it gets better right? right so and you go with that so in case nothing uh better happens you have the plan and it's, that is good so was there ever a time okay you guys have this rock solid plan but then it just blown up to bits and do you have to salvage it in some ways? Is there like a fun story around that? Um, it, it, yeah, it turned into a fun story. So uh, this is the episode where I go and meet uh, the prime minister. <laughs> I go and meet Justin Trudeau in his office. Like we break into his office. Um, so Jason and I were planning to go to that. And um, we we're, we're going to drive to Ottawa together. The day before he tells me he can't make it. <laughs> so... I had up again, knowing, as I said, I, I would, I, everything was planned out of like scripts and like the, the idea, the, the title of the show, like American finds prime minister, like, you know, there was the whole thing was American coming to see the prime minister. Right. So the whole angle was basically done <laughs> the day before. And I was like, well, I would, I need to, so I, in that moment I needed to find a new, I needed to write a whole, write a whole new episode and find somebody else to go with me within 12 hours. So thank God, uh, uh, Adam Brandon, who is uh, the Canadian show. Uh, I picked up the phone. I, I called him. I'm like, listen, this is sound crazy, but do you want to come meet the prime minister with me tomorrow? He's like, uh, one second. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and from that moment, I think I that night and I rewrote a bunch of stuff. I changed the angle um and you know at, at the same time you know we had a four-hour drive to to also rewrite and then rethink how we would present this and uh it still it turned still turned out great uh in my opinion and we had a ton of fun and um what is it as good as it could have been who knows <laughs> because uh but you would we'll never know and it we got what we got and uh, uh it was the best so that was that was a stressful uh, twelve hours. <laughs> Imagine how was Trudeau? Like, decent. He guy. was he was surprisingly like for just uh, hanging out with a guy. He was very funny and like oh. improvised with us. Like this, we, there's the five or six minutes you see uh, of us together in his office. This is the first time we've spoken to him. Like there was no preset thing. Like we went in with a plan. Like I went in with a bunch of questions and plans and like. You know, if if he wants to, if he's going to, I don't know if he's going to improvise. I don't know. I, didn't, I have no idea what he's going to do. But I, I went with a plan and he just he just kind of went with whatever I said and like improvised with us and like went with our dumb jokes and, and was for making content. It was great. <laughs> right? wow. um, you know, po politics aside, I didn't ask him about anything political. I mean, I asked him about poutine. Maybe that is political. I don't know. But I asked him about, you know, that stuff. And uh so for a guy in a in a making a video entertaining, yeah, he was great. <laughs> so I, I had a great time. Of course, like how did you hook that up? This is the PM, the, the mounted police. Weren't they waiting for you, like trying to get you out of yeah. there? Yeah. Well, that so that's the whole thing. We set this up as again, the, the, they they reached out to us. The the uh, the um, um, minister of tourism reached out to us as a. Hey, we like your videos. Would you want to come to Ottawa, meet with me, and then maybe we can get you a meeting with the Prime Minister? So honestly, we didn't know 100% we were going to get 
the meeting until the day before. We knew we were going to go there and meet the the Minister of Tourism. Um, and also, the again, I, the, I wrote the whole episode, if you watch it, as if we we were going to Ottawa just to break in, right? We never we never mentioned that this is all set up. Where I wanted to make it more entertaining, so we we went with like we're going to try to break into the the into the prime minister's office, see if we can get in and pass security and all that. So that was the that was the angle of of how we would make this inter- more even more entertaining than just going for a meeting. Um, but yeah, so they they set it all up for us, um, which was really great. Uh, it was a great opportunity, and uh, yeah, it was a bit nerve wracking. Uh, to to you know again but having the plan and like different things to to ask and different you know hitting my plot points where i had them i had i didn't go in cold so right it's amazing how like just just watching your career joseph like you've been at it for such a long time building that content building that audience opportunities like you know the ministry of tourism coming at you that's bound to happen i think it's inevitable if you're in the game long enough committed long enough consistently like joseph's been that stuff happens, like the brand deals, all that sort of thing. So good for you, man. Like, uh, I know you. that journey because I've done a lot of content as well. And so I get it. And it's the people that really just stay with it. Those are the ones that win. And Joseph, man, you're winning, man. You're winning. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I, I always, every day I doubt everything I'm doing. Right. So I, I it, honestly, the beginning of this week, I was like, this is, I don't know what the hell's going on. But then as the week progressed, things got better and like opportunities came and like, I, so I, you know, it's I, I've never I've never really take a moment to be like, I did it. You know, I, it's like, right. no, I want this. I want to do these things. And I so it, it, it's it's sometimes nice to, to hear like, OK, you're doing OK. <laughs> oh, man. I just look at your views, dude. Like in the comments, that's validation right there. But I get it, man. Like you always want to improve, get to that other level. And, and you are you were talking about pivoting earlier with your video content. So mm-hmm. we're sticking with the food a little bit. Like you, you talk yeah, about I think food's always been a through line, even in the US okay. Canada videos, like a lot of it was food anyway. <laughs> right. So again, just because I love it. So mm-hmm. uh I think, yeah, I think there'll be a lot of food stuff, uh, definitely on TikTok and Instagram. Like mm-hmm. that'll that'll continue. Um uh, and then I, I can't, I'm thinking of doing, you know, more almost more documentary storytelling, uh where I'm not necessarily, maybe I'm not necessarily the guy I'm in it, but like, it's the story about a thing that I'm trying to figure out, you know, um, that could be it. Like what I, every, every food video could be deeper. Like why are the U S and Canadian corn pops different? Like, let's talk to the Kellogg's people, like, like do an in-depth, like doc YouTube episode about that. I go to the factory, like, I would love to do those those type of things. Like that's that's probably on the ideas list of what I could do um, and what I'd want to do. So right. yeah, we'll see. I think there's a lot of ground you could cover there. I know, like uh, on a Joe Rogan podcast, he had a, a guest talk about McDonald's Coca Cola, how it's so superior to any other taste, like any other Coca Cola uh... outside of McDonald's. Apparently. All McDonald's did, at least in the U.S., they followed the recipe of how to prepare the Coca-Cola in the dispenser. There's certain filtration, certain water temperature. So wow. yeah, man, you could go, you could deep dive. I'm sure. I would love to. I would love to. Like that would be so fun because that 
again, any of those U.S. Canada comparisons, you could then go take a deep dive and find out why, <laughs> why the differences and, you know, who, especially if there's similar things that shouldn't be different <laughs> and how sure. things can be. So that's, yeah, that, that's a, that's an angle I'd, I'd like to explore for sure. Definitely. Well, we'll be watching. Definitely. So, okay. So we'll give you a couple more questions. I know you're busy. Yeah, yeah. I get to cutting a video. So any last kind of tips or like advice for someone who wants to be a successful content creator that you haven't already talked about? Uh, um, mimic things that you like. If like, if instead of just starting fresh, like just try to create, like that's a lot of what I did. I, I used to be, I loved uh, David Blaine when I was a kid. I still love the guy. So I, I wanted, so I started doing street magic. I started getting my friends to film it. I would edit the videos and I would, it would just a mimic of David Blaine. And I learned how to do that, right? Just from mimicking somebody. And then eventually once you mimic somebody enough, you'll then take that pieces of things and make your own. Uh, so I'd say like, if you don't know where to start, like just, whatever version of a video you like just make it make the same one but about the subject that you're interested in right so like you don't have to reinvent anything and uh, maybe that would take some some uh <laughs> dread out of out of what you're doing or some worry of like i don't know what i'm doing just just recreate somebody else's video and you'll learn a lot from that um so i think that and and just you know don't procrastination uh and and like trying to get other things in in place that before you know you think you can start let's don't do that <laughs> like don't uh i i have a i have a podcast that was a u.s versus canada podcast but uh again i haven't had time to upkeep it but when we started it we i didn't i didn't buy the subscription to the podcasting platform first it was let's film or talk and let's do this thing first and then I, I just did that, right? We did that first before like getting other things in place. So I did it. I cut the video. It was done. I'm like, okay, how the hell do I get this to people? And that's when I did that step, right? So it's like, don't confuse the steps, right? Don't do these things that, because it's just, a you're procrastinating. You need to make the thing first. And then after that, you can, you can do these other things that uh, are time consuming and easier, really. Um that's that's my that's my advice. Some great <laughs> tips. Awesome, jo Joseph. Where can people check out your content? Where are you? YouTube, TikTok. Yeah, so I'm on. Uh, if you go to Instagram, I'm at Joseph underscore video on uh, TikTok. It's my full name, Joseph D Benedictus. Uh, YouTube is uh, my full name, or it's at Joseph D. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm uh, my full name again. Uh, yeah, you can you can find me in all those places. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm posting. You know, I post daily usually on Instagram and TikTok, and then weekly I think on YouTube for the shorts. And then figuring out the schedule for the longer videos right now. But it's it's like one every one or two months. I like that to be at least once a month. So, but yeah, that's 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 me. Amazing, Joseph. Listen, congratulations again. Great, great story. Thank you for being on the show, man. Thank you so much, Dave. Yeah, this is this was great. All right. A big thanks to Joseph for being on the show. That was a fun conversation. Joseph, sir, you're talented. Everybody out there, check out his stuff on TikTok, on YouTube. It's entertaining content. You won't regret it. All right, that's it for this episode. Please feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel and podcast. Until next time, take care and have a good one.
Thanks for listening to the Ultimate Fun Jobs podcast. Remember to also check out the Ultimate Fun Jobs YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. Until next time, have a great week.